Hey fam, you're listening to a podcast from Every Nation Campus Katipunan. We hope that this message will help us know and follow Jesus and grow in our walk with Him. Let's continue to change the campus and change the world. Enjoy! Hi everyone. We just found out that uh, the COVID-19 crisis has caused the extended quarantine to, okay, to be extended. Extended nga, diba? Even more. And it's a weird time. It's a strange time. You know, sometimes, you know, very often we don't know that history is happening when it's happening, right? Whether that's true on a macro level um, or even on a personal level. Many of the most life-changing days we've had, we didn't know that morning when we woke up that it was going to be a life-changing day. It was just a normal day and then something happened. Maybe many of you, that's how you met Jesus. You had no clue you were going to meet him that day. And then you did. And then things changed. But sometimes history happens and we know it's happening. It's that significant. Just like right now. We know this is a historical time. We know this is a difficult time. And it's a priceless time. We don't know what the outcome will be. But we need to pay attention to this time. I remember something similar happening 19 years ago. Gosh, that really dates me. Almost 19 years ago, during the September 11 uh, terrorist attacks on the World Trade Center, I can still remember the our room in the house. I can still remember what TV we had. It wasn't one of the it was one of the big back uh, TVs. And my dad ran into the room and said, "Turn on the TV. Something's happening." Turned it on, switched to a news channel, and uh, it was just there. One of the World Trade Center towers was smoking. And the reporters kept saying the same information over and over again. A plane has crashed into it. We have no clue what's happening. A plane has crashed into it. And while we were watching, I kid you not, while we were watching on live TV, uh, a second plane crashed into the second tower. And then we were just shocked. Uh, I was 19 years old or 18 years old at the time and thinking, what, what is going on? Who would do this? How could this happen in this day and age? And then as we watched, one tower collapsed and the other did. And we knew that this is a game changer. The world is changing. And so much has spiraled out as an effect of, of that day. All of that to say that that was history happening and we could feel that something was happening. The same thing that's happening now. This is history happening in front of us. And we don't know exactly what it will look like. But I pray that as people look back at this time, yes, we'll see a terrible pandemic. Yes, we'll see a global crisis, the kinds of which we haven't seen in, I don't know, uh, ever in my lifetime for sure. Yes, we'll see financial hardship. Yes, we'll see the shaking of institutions that have no value. But hopefully we also see that the people of God did what we were called to do at this time see when something like this happens when there's a crisis whether it's huge like this on a global scale or it's personal when something's going on with us personally it's only natural for us to to hunker down and to think and to shrink our perspective that's only human there's nothing wrong with that on its own 
But at the same time, what God offers is to meet us and to save us and to be our hope and our provider so that knowing that someone is taking care of us, we can come out of it as well. I know you've got questions. I've got questions. I'm still here uh, in, in my in-law's house. Our flights got canceled. We don't know when we're going home. I hope our house is fine. I just found out that there are two cases of COVID-19 in our neighborhood back home. Even with our family members here um, being medical workers, they are encountering people who potentially have COVID-19 on a regular basis. So we have questions. And yet the question that we need to ask ourselves also is, what am I doing though at a time like this? I want to read a short passage for us about in the Bible about a time of great crisis that threatened a lot of people. And in that crisis, one person saw an opportunity for one of the leaders. And that person said, hey, we could do something about this. And the person who had the opportunity actually was afraid and didn't do anything. It's found in the book of Esther. And the book of Esther is an amazing book. It's amazing because of the stories around it. It's amazing because of how God moves. It's amazing because of how God uses people in ordinary events to bring about great things through His people. And in the story, there is a, an official in the Persian Empire who is angry at the Jews. His pride, his insecurity has been triggered. And now he, he tricks uh, the king into writing a law that says, okay, now we're going to allow, basically allow for genocide, allow people to attack and kill the Jews and to take their property. Can you imagine that? It's like the purge. It was like the purge, the original the purge. And so now this law was put into action. And see, the Persian Empire was known for its laws. It was known for its uh, rule of law. Like if something was set in the stone, it would be done. Now, as it would happen, God had put one of the Jews in the palace of the king as the queen, Esther. She wins this crazy, uh, it's basically a combination of an insane beauty contest and a lot of oppression against women at the same time. It's, uh, it's a lot to get into. But basically, despite that environment, Esther rises to the top. But now, with this threat against the Jews, her cousin Mordecai who says to her, um, Hey, maybe you can say a word to the king to prevent all of this from happening. Show us that you're not just a figurehead there, that you didn't get there for yourself, but you're there to help other people. And initially, Esther balks at this because she's like, I'm just the queen. I'm not, I don't have that much power. It wasn't like she was ruling the empire with the king. She was more like, someone who the king called on whenever he missed her and he could go for weeks or months without calling her so for her to just show up without being called for would be for her to assert herself to speak her mind in a place where people just didn't do that and so she was afraid and so she said I, I, I can't do that kind of thing you know when I was younger I would read Esther's response and think oh that was wrong now I think that makes sense if you told me I had an opportunity to speak up and save a bunch of people, but I could also die if I got it wrong, and yet Mordecai gives her this response in Esther chapter 4, 13 and 14. 
Then Mordecai told them, so there's go betweens, messengers going back and forth, Mordecai to Esther, to reply to Esther, do not think to yourself that in the king's palace you will escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. He gives her a number of clarifying remarks. The first thing he says is, okay, number one, don't think that problems of other people won't affect you. They will. You can't hide behind your luxury and privilege and think that nobody else, well, other people, but, but I'll be fine. No, no, it, it will affect you. We're part of a society. Secondly, though, he doesn't put all the pressure on her. He says, guess what? God will find a way. You're not the savior here. And I feel like we need to hear that also because sometimes we hear a message like what I'm about to say and we think, okay, it's on me, it's on me. No, it's not on you. It's on God. But then he asks this question. But who knows that maybe it's for such a time as this that you are where you are. Yes, salvation will come from God. But don't you want to be a part of it? Don't you think that God could have done this on purpose? That you're where you are and you can do what you can do for such a time as this. I love that phrase. For such a time as this. That means taking into account the time. What time is it? Not physically what time it is, but what is going on around us right now? We should recognize that time. It's a time of, of a lack of activity. And some of you, maybe you need to hear that. You, you, you're so agitated that you want to get busy. This was me the first few weeks of the pandemic. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? When God's limiting my movements, there's walls all around. I can't move. Recognize the time. What time is it? Some of us in our desire to be productive, it's not coming from a place of the Spirit of God. It's coming from our own anxiety. It's a nervous energy that's coming out. We need to recognize what the time is. I can't do that much. But at the same time, this time doesn't mean to be idle. But there are things that we can do. There are things we can remember. And the question we need to ask ourselves is, what can I do at this time that maybe I can't do or harder to do in other times? I'll give an example. I'm ashamed to say that honestly, my times with God now are much more rich than they are in normal weeks. That's because there's time. I'm not trying to beat the traffic. I'm not trying to get out and do other stuff. I don't have excuses. And, and, and I need God because I'm so anxious. That's something you can do at this time. This is a time to get with God. This is a time to get strength from Him. You know what else we can do at this time? We can use our online platforms to share God's Word. Not in a dull, unimaginative, artless way. Not in a way that is just parroting what other people have said. But in a way that's unique to you. That's true for you. How have you experienced God? And tell other people about Him. See, when we tell people about God, we're not pretending we don't have problems. In fact, the reality of our problems can actually make our message that much more powerful. How are you doing? Are you delayed with your graduation right now? Are you concerned what next school year is going to look like for you? Are you concerned about 
the economic situation for our country, for your family, for the poorest of the poor in our nation. How is your faith in God helping you process that? Are you bringing it to Him? Are you asking Him for grace? And as He does that for you, guess what? Now you have something to share. Because it's true. You're a witness of what God's doing in your own life. That's what Esther did. If you go back to that verse, Mordecai gives her that response and he says, Are you here for such a time as this? Verse 15, Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, Go, gather all the Jews to be found, hold a fast on my behalf, don't eat or drink for three days, night and day. I and my young women will also fast as you do. Then I will go to the king, though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Wow. This is one of the most hardcore, strong statements in the whole Bible. And it's Queen Esther rising up saying, guess what? Okay, if I perish, I perish. I, I have to do. But I like that part in the middle where she went to God and said, okay, I've got to pray. I've got to get strength from God. Mordecai didn't give her that challenge and she said, okay, fine. I'll do it. I don't have a choice. No. She got right with God. She put herself in the right frame of mind. And then she said those she said those words and then she did the 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 act the book of esther continues that she would go before the king she would challenge him she had this really crazy way of doing it basically she she threw multiple parties uh to convince the king and 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 call out and it's got one of the best um uh reveals in the bible if it, it would be like a great lawyer movie where the criminal was exposed and in front of everybody it's just amazing but she heard that voice telling her you're there for such a time as this and she took the time to get right with god and then she moved and what was supposed to be a great crisis is now celebrated until today by the jewish people as they celebrate it and they remember what was supposed to be a great crisis turned out to be a moment of great salvation in their nation. What is God doing at this time? And what part do you and I have to play in it? I'll be honest, you know, some of you, maybe your, your faith is shaken. And I'll be honest, that's a good thing. Because normally times of peace and prosperity and busyness haven't allowed you to examine how weak your faith is. But now it's shaken. And now you're stressed. And now you're thinking, Lord, why is it happening to me like this? God's allowing that to happen for such a time as this. Ask those questions. Let's talk in the Facebook group. Let's interact with each other. Let's go where those questions are leading. And let's bring it to God and let's find truth in Him. Maybe what God wants to do in you for such a time as this is to deepen your foundation to a level that you wouldn't have arrived at in normal times. And then we can speak. And then we can share. And then we can pray. And then we can serve. And then we can call up somebody that we're praying for and say, Hey, how are you? Not automatically preaching to them, but hey, I just remembered you. Honestly, I remembered you. I'd like to pray for you. It takes multiple forms. But really what we want to emphasize in this message is that this is a historic time. What a time to be alive. What a time to be a follower of Jesus. And could God be using us 
to take this time of great crisis and make the most of it to be a time of great salvation for ourselves, among our family and friends, the communities of our nation, in the world. Let's pray together. Lord God, what are you doing? Lord, so many people are rushing to explain, are rushing to understand, are rushing to predict. And it's good for us to read those things. It's good for us to know them. But at the same time, God, we know that ultimately you are in control. You are in control. Lord, some of the people watching this have questions about how this could have happened, about why these things happened. Lord, I pray that you will guide us to find those answers in you that you will even give us the time to talk to one another to be honest and say hey here's what i'm really going through here's what i'm really thinking thank you lord that you want to meet us whatever that level is some of us are here lord and we are tempted to just hunker down and think of ourselves to binge watch tv series to just be on social media the whole time and instead lord you're waking us up to say hey you are where you are for such a time as this. Lord, I pray that whatever the platform is, that we will not compare with other people, whether it's big or small. Some of us, God, the only reach that we seem to have is our family. And yet, Lord, here we are. We're saying, Lord, use us. Use us. Use me, Lord, whatever I have, whatever I can do, whatever time of the day, whatever frame of mind I'm in, it's yours. Do what you want with it. Holy Spirit, we ask you for ideas, for divine ideas. Even, Lord, for your guidance, when to tell us, okay, work now, okay, rest now, okay, that's enough, okay, focus on your studies. Lord, I thank you that you're guiding us at this time. And Lord, I pray more than anything that we will have our eye out, Lord, our ears to listen. What is the Holy Spirit doing? So we can make the most of this time, so that we can be the church for such a time as this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Pastor Joe, for that very amazing and timely word. No, Gio? Sobrang timely. Sobrang. Solid. Solid talaga. Wow. Um, for me personally, one of my major takeaways, um, yung, yung phrase na sinabi ni Pastor Joe, um, part of the story of Esther nga, what was supposed mm. to be um, a time of great crisis turned out to be a time of great salvation. Parang wow, that thought niya na kware today, di ba? Parang hindi pa kasi natin nakita yung yeah. light at the end of the tunnel. Pero it's such an amazing encouragement and reminder that um, history has shown us that sa time of crisis, sa mga time of crisis, God has always mm. shown His faithfulness and His power. Na parang it excites me lalo na oh man, andito tayo sa time na to ngayon. Tapos, ano kaya yung sinusulat ni God for this? Diba? Ano kaya yung end nito after Earth? Yeah, after mag-end lahat. Ikaw <laughs> ba? Ako, ano, medyo related dun sa uh, takeaway mo. Yung, gusto ko yung part na sinabi ni Pastor Juna, this is such a historic time. Yung parang, sucks. kung wala akong God, hindi ko, hindi ako magiging aware na I'm I'm living in such a historical time. But because, my God, parang 
nagkakaroon ko ng bigger vision. Tapos super gusto ko yung sinabi niya na what a time to be alive and what a time to be a follower of Jesus. Yung parang, shock, sobrang privilege pala yun na follower ako ni Jesus in such a time. Yeah. At yung meron kang, kahit feeling mo confined ka sa bahay mo, meron ka palang pwedeng gawin. You just listened to a podcast from Every Nation Campus Katipunan. For more details, you can find us on Facebook.com, Twitter.com, and Instagram.com slash ENCampusKatip. Or just simply search in these websites, Every Nation Campus Katipunan. We hope to see you there. Take care and God bless.